Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. It's Thursday night. We're back. It's the Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. And Mr. Shea, you're looking better. Oh, yeah. I was sick as a dog last week. I was like, oh, man. Hey. Penelope, no, that personal one. Yeah, Penelope. <laughs> Penelope murdered. I was like, hey, hey, easy with the dog thing. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was rough. I'm like, but I didn't. Wasn't COVID. It was a flu or something like that. So I'm like, I got. I'm like, I took. I don't take days off work unless I'm like, <laughs> I gotta, I'm dying. You know, and I'm I was like, I'm, I'm like, gonna. I call him. I'm like, yeah, I'm taking. I'm not coming in. He goes, the guy says, Mike, you sound like shit. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna. You're a peach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you're mighty lovely yourself, okay? Thanks. Yeah. You know? That's right. Uh, well, let's get up to some news. Uh, first off, we got uh, TNA News. Formerly Impact Wrestling is partnered with Endeavor Streaming Service. As you may know, or may, our audience may know, Endeavor is the partnering company of uh, WWE under the TKO banner. Yes. Which is very interesting. To see what they're going to do. They're going to have a streaming service called TNA Plus. Also, we've got uh, Fight TV, which hosts a number of wrestling shows. being rebranded to uh, Thriller TV. Change is expected to happen yesterday. If I tune in there and there's no Michael Jackson video, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> is it Thriller or Triller? I thought it was supposed to be Triller. Is it? I thought it was supposed to be Triller. Uh, yeah. All I remember seeing it, uh, the advertisement for it when I was checking the website was... Uh, uh, okay, well, whatever. But I, I, I find Fight TV to be more uh, engaging. But uh, yeah. I guess they apparently did a, a uh, customer survey or a, a, an evaluation to see what is more appealing. And apparently, people who think that you now you're watching a Michael Jackson channel <laughs> for sports is more appealing than Fight TV. How many years have they branded that? They branded that a while, right? It has been a while. And it's like, why would you ever change an appealing? Fight TV. That's right. You know, they want to give it up. I'll take it. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Patent ending. That's right. So. No trademark. They wrote trademark off, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, well, that's the thing. And I mean, I'm looking at TNA, and they're making a lot of moves that are that makes me go, hmm. Sitting back and watching some of the stuff they're doing, it's. I think they've got. Uh, I think they've got a bigger plan. Sure you do. know, and it's not Vince McMahon running this now. This is Endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know, Ari Emanuel. They, their concern is making money. They're not going to prosper the competition, but really, they don't look at TNA to be. I mean, it would take a hell of a lot for TNA to be the competition to WWE. But I think TNA is going to use this in a fine fashion to elevate themselves. This is going to be a fight for number two now. Yeah, this really is right. Uh, at final resolution, Scott Moore signed Trent Seven. Yeah, uh, it's also come out that they have uh, just signed Kashida. Yep. Um, I thought Kashida was signed because he I showed he up all too. the time. Part yeah. of the time splitters with with Alex Shelley, right? That's right. And he's made how many appearances there? Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens because the last time he was with them, he he left and didn't have any. He had some not so nice things to say about them. Because she did it? Yeah. Really? So it'll be interesting to see how this uh, this works this time. Damn it, Tim, I needed a quote. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> it was uh, a, an opportunity for them to uh, to build on uh, with Scott Demore uh, promising newer, bigger, better. Uh, this is a perfect time for them to, to take the reins, you know. Yeah. Um, with uh, the announcement of uh, David Penzer uh, also being his final night at Resolution. He'd been with the company for over three years. 
he's not retiring, but he will no longer be with TNA. So we're interested to see who's going to be doing the ring announcing. D- David, uh, it, I think it's going to be Iceman from Destiny. Oh, really? I think because okay. he's done some of it too, right? Okay. So I think it could be him. It's funny, David Penzer and I go back. Okay. And we were at the uh, ballpark brawls. And so I was sitting there and I was talking with uh, Jimmy Hart and Dave Penzer, want, and I'm roughing. And Dave comes up and wants to throw the weight around. Hey, Mike, can you go do this and all this kind of stuff? And I mean, I'm getting ref pay. All right. And, Jim, and Jimmy, and God bless Jimmy because that guy's got balls. He goes, and, and he's got that southern accent. He goes, Dave, he goes, that's not his job, Dave. He goes, go do your own job, Dave. He, he's a referee here. And I'm like, I wasn't saying that. I was kind of like, because I'm, I'm the first guy to say something, but I didn't even get a chance to. Because I'm talking to Jimmy, because I think we were on a show before. And we were, he's like, oh, Mark, how's it going? And he's got that, you know. And I'm like, so we're talking. And then he said that. And he goes, Dave, that's not his job. He goes, that's your job, Dave. Go do your own job. And I'm just dying. <laughs> on the inside, I'm laughing. I'm, but I'm kind of got that, got that wide eye emoji look. Because I was like, oh, shit. Somebody who actually, you know, it was funny as hell. That's but, awesome. But, uh, but yeah, was, I mean. I'm not shedding a tear. Let's just say that. But, no, no, no. And I mean, really, when it comes to pay and all, I think they're the difference between. Let's look at the difference between TNA and AEW. Scott Moore has a budget. He sticks to a budget. He has a plan. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Not. I mean, we put Scott Moore over here a fair bit, and not trying to act like we're a sycophant to him. But the guy's got a hell of a lot of experience. He ran a successful company with BCW. Now he's here, and he's got the help, and he's got the some finances and some structure and things along those lines and the way some of the moves he's made mm-hmm. you know what i mean i'm like oh i'm kind of like where's this going what's happening mm-hmm. here you know so i think it would be interesting. interesting it's um it's definitely going to be an interesting um couple of years uh with the restructuring that's going on at tna with the um struggles that aew is having the repositioning of the WWE under their new management structure and their new ownership structure. A lot of X factors, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got OVW. Um, you know, Al Snow's. Uh, I believe that's Al Snow's company. Yes, he's a, he's a partner. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they've been, uh, Netflix has gotten a um, award nomination for that TV show. As oh, one nice. Of the best uh, TV shows this year. And I thought I heard something. I'm not sure, but second season. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, well, with and with them, I, I also read they're expanding. Yes. But not just Kentucky and that Smoky Mountain. Well, it's the old Smoky Mountain area. Apparently, nationally. Well, they've secured uh, a new future opportunities with the, the new partnership and investment with uh, Gebvac Ventures, and they're looking to move outside of the Ohio Valley area. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see where things line up because with. Uh, all the changes going on, there's a definite boom going on in, in the wrestling industry. Yeah. And with uh, all these different companies looking to make investments into smaller organizations, there's a lot of uh, talent available. Um, with the bloated roster of AEW, you can see them start to pare down soon as contracts are starting to come up in 2024. We've already seen a few contracts already expire and not get renewed. Uh, there have yeah, been as many signings. Ton, there's a ton of them. And there's a lot of pre guys that are coming up um, that were cut previously from WB. We'll get to that after. Yeah. But uh, when we go to AEW, um, they have been uh, struggling lately. 
there's been a lot of uh, negative feedback and um, comments being made online. We joked last time about the whole Brian Danielson uh, being the security guard of social media. Yeah, was it Ortiz? And was it Ortiz that said, "Oh, I'm fine." Yes. Question mark? Question mark on on Twitter? Yes. It's like great. Yes. So when you when you have that kind of sentiment, that uh, you have all these people who are coming out. You have uh, Matt Hardy, uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, all these different people now starting to voice their opinion. All of a sudden, that that ray of sunshine, that rainbow that was. So the pot of gold that was in the rainbow, which was supposedly AEW, is not there. I've said it before. Oh, the blooms off the rose. I mean, you cannot run a business the way he is. And I mean, I I get on social media, you absolutely have to keep your guys in check. I mean, if you have somebody that's criticizing the company, it's like if you have a problem, you go to the bosses. That's right. You don't just jump to social media like a lot of these whiners do. I got a problem. I'm going to go to my bosses or my management. I mean, I'm thankful that my regular job doesn't have me on social media because (laughs) (laughs) you probably wouldn't be there. So (laughs) HR again, don't don't worry. I know the way, but it's like, you know, but I mean, I've went to my management about it Yes. and I've been like, well, I went to, you didn't want to fix it. Freedom of speech. That's right. You know, and I'm not saying they're bleep and bleep and bleep, surprisingly, bleep and bleep and bleep and bleep. I'm just like, I'll call it. But if they go to management, they need to go to management and they need to, but apparently Tony is hard to get a hold of unless you're Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, um, I mean, the top guys there, MJ, things, things like that, right? Adam Cole. But these other guys can't get a, get a hold of the talk. I think it was even Mara was saying, I don't even talk, I can't get to talk to the guy. Well, and that's why you got, like we were mentioning, was the last week. Mero, mm-hmm. Black, um, the Hardys want out. Like, all these guys want to leave. Yep. But, I mean, WWE's not. What, what, what would the WWE do with the Hardys? Well, exactly. They might do something with Mar- Matt, bring him in as a producer. But Jeff, I mean, when, yeah. when when's the next DUI? And I'm not saying that to be mean, but no, I mean I, I've I got a, I've got dumb. a bit of a I got a bit of a bit, bit of a hard spot for anybody who drives drunk, mm-hmm. because I was in an accident in uh, what 2019 December 29 2019, mm-hmm. changed everything for me. So yeah. it's like, dude, you are goddamn rich. Right. You took Tony Khan to the cleaners. Get a Bleep. Uber. Get an Bleep. Uber. Get a taxi. Call a friend. That's this right. is not rocket science. No, it's not. You know, I mean. It's like WWE won't. They won't take that risk. On what are they going to bring Jeff Hardy in to do? Have you seen any of his matches lately? He's slower. There's just different. There's no spot for Jeff Hardy on this Bring him in to do the Legends deal. Get a Legends deal so you can do more merch sales and all that type of nonsense. But as an England performer, they're done. Yeah, they really I mean are. they had their time. They, they had their like, opportunity. But this goes back to the same comments we made before about Tony Khan. And his real-life superheroes, his real-life action figures that he's using, right? Yeah. Um, that's what this is. And uh, watching a lot of these other big-name um, voices, whether it's Kevin Nash or uh, Jim Cornette or Eric Bischoff, they're all the same sentiment. And they're, they're, they're saying the fact that AEW is now in the decline. Yeah. Right? They are starting to head towards what TNA did. And what WCW did, starting to head down a dangerous slope that you can't get that momentum and back. Tony's like, oh, I'm a history of wrestling. Well, he obviously didn't pay attention 
you know, and it's funny because you see the same stuff happening. And I was uh, on uh, WSI. This is a British guy that interviews people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tully Blanchard was there. Mm-hmm. And they asked him. They go, he goes, nobody in, T- in um, AEW came up and asked me for advice the whole time I was there. He goes, I'd eat, and he goes, Regal would invite them guys out to dinner with them and, and talk. They wouldn't. Could you imagine Steven Regal going, hey, Tim, you want to come out to eat with me and let's talk some wrestling? No, thanks. I'm good. I mean, what is wrong with you? It's, it's society, right? It's the fact that there's all this freedom to do what they want to do and not have to pay their dues for it, yeah. right? They thought all the, the grass was greener on this side. And let's face it, it is. They signed these sweetheart deals. Which they should you, be grateful you for. You can't whine. If it's all guaranteed money, yeah. which I believe it all is, yep. then you have nothing to complain about. Yeah, you don't get to apply your craft. Yeah, do that crying while you're counting all your hundreds of thousands of dollars at home, yeah. or millions in some cases. Well, that's like some of the, the, the thing that kills me with some of these guys is they're, they're like, they didn't want to, you know, they're buddies with the young bucks and those guys. A lot of those guys worked with them, and they brought them in. And they think they're, they're good. They don't want to learn. I don't know about you, but I'd be soaking up as much of that knowledge as I could. Because what do you think when... Pick any guy that di- you know that didn't talk to Steven Regal, and then WWE's interested. They're like, hey, Steve. Mm-hmm. So when you were over in AEW, what was that guy like? He's a bloody wine card. He goes, I went to speak to him. Tried to give him some advice. He knew it all. Oh, next. Exactly. Like well, if it was me, and I was getting booked on these shows, I'd be showing up and sitting with the 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 um, the senior wrestlers, and li- sitting on that learning tree. And gaining as much as I can, and getting myself ready for my freedom when my contract runs out. Yeah. Because everybody's contract runs out eventually. Yeah. And be ready, and and no, be able to brand yourself and and present yourself as a different character to well, WWE. And that's the thing. If they, like I said, if they ever WWE showed interest in any of these guys, you know that Triple H, Shawn Michaels, or any of those guys are going to go, "Hey, uh, Steve, what do you think of those?" Guys? And he'd be like, "Well, let me tell you about that lad." You know, I'd have I'd I'd have training sessions every every day before the show, and they'd never show up. You know, it's like these were the three guys that showed up for each one, and th- those would be the guys they'd hire. Sure. You know, I offer these guys to come out to eat, talk wrestling, talk about their character, talk about you know, not happening. And it's like, how do you not do that? Like we mentioned before on the show, Regal before the shows would have in ring training sessions. Mm-hmm. Guys like Brian Danielson would be there. And a few others, I think Ricky Starks. Was, but you know what I mean. There was it Very was limited. few and far. How do you not have twenty people in and around that ring learning? That's right. I mean, it, that, that, and that that therein lies the problem with AEW. Yeah. From the top down, Tony doesn't want to learn. He doesn't want to hear from anybody who knows more than him, which is everybody, including my dog right here. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I, I I'm gonna text him Connor's number, my son's, because he might be able to text him and get some advice. You know. <laughs> We were watching a show the other day, and Con- one of the shows, and Connor goes, "Okay, how are?" And there was like seven hundred and three goddamn endings, and Connor goes, "Okay, so are they going to end this by dragging him out to the parking lot and hitting him with the car, hitting him with a car? Like, I mean, that's really what you're going to have to do." Yeah. Like, you know, okay, stop calling it a finisher. It finishes nobody. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, that's the thing. It, it's it, uh, there's so much wrong with AEW right now. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take a lot to fix it. No. You know, I but mean... Whether or not they're willing to do it. But they're, Tony they're, Khan will, has to do less less talking, more listening. Uh, just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean you know shit. 
And well, that's it. They, you know, there's rumors out there that they are going to post a $34 million loss for 2023. Now, we all know, it's, I think it's a year five for the business. <coughs> so we all know that when you start a business, you're going to have a ramp up time where you're, you're it's going to take a certain amount of time before you get profitable. Yeah. I'd love to be able to see the numbers to see where they're at. Are they at the point where it's stagnant, even though they've, they've grown revenue-wise, but are still heavy in the uh, expenses because of these heavy contracts? They got these guys sitting at home. They got so many guys sitting at home getting a paycheck, don't even show up. Sometimes they fly them in, mm-hmm. and they sit there, and they do nothing, and they're, like, they're getting the paychecks and, and doing that, and you got to think they're stagnant because they went from filling venues in, in a day. To struggling. To now, oh, at, at best, uh, we might be able events, to get 5,000 people in there. It's like, what? Their pay-per-views are selling decently. Yeah. Not great, but decently. Yeah. Their TVs, whether it's Dynamite, whether it's Collision. Or Rampage, are, oh my are, God. Are tanking. Yeah. And you have all these pictures of people complaining, oh, well, that's just the hard cam side, or that's just this, or that's just that. But when you're supposed to be the up-and-coming different... Let me Energetic, so let me let me ask right? you this. We went to WWE show in Kitchener, mm-hmm. the hard cam side, where they because they did have that thing up for whatever. Mm-hmm. How many people like they had? How many people were, were missing around that? Not a lot of minimal. People. Yeah, minimal. I mean, and when and when we went to TV tapings, anywhere, mm. there's not that many people, not on the hard cam side yeah you leave a space around it but i mean the whole side's empty and they're actually going and telling people from yeah move down move down and if i was a guy that bought that ticket for three four hundred dollars down lower and they're moving those people down i go where do i get uh you know where do i get you know 75 percent of my money back because if i known i could have been down here by buying a ticket for 40 bucks or 50 bucks Mm -hmm. i'd do that in a minute absolutely you know None of it makes sense, and they're doing everything to piss off people, and they're pissing off casual fans. Here's a, a bit of advice for Tony Khan, and the, 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 the hardcore fans can hate me for it, but you are not the main demographic. No. The main demographic is the casual fan. It's like, great, you're going to appease those, those, those people that you know do nothing but watch wrestling and sit, sit in the basement all day and, and you know love Dave Meltzer and love this guy. I lo- I love the fans. I love I love not all hardcore fans because mm-hmm. sometimes they think they should be on the other side of the barrier. Go sit down, chief, because guess what? You don't know shit about shit. Just sit there and enjoy it. That's right. You know, where casual fans come in and love it. You see these guys online and the tribalism and whatever. And you know when I we started out here when AEW started out when even when we were t- started talking how long have we been doing this now? 6 months or more? Mm-hmm. And we talked about AEW. I would praise them for the things they were doing now it's time and i was hard on wwe now time to call them on their shit mm-hmm. i mean wwe like i said if triple h doesn't win booker of the year i'm rioting all by myself <laughs> me and murder dog but you know it's like man that guy look at what he's doing captivating tv it's just making the right moves uh you know like i mean punk the non-needle mover did you see what happened did you read it? I, I heard it went up. I didn't get the number, but his promo with Seth Rollins Hi, jumped all dramatically. Oh, not a needle mover. You know, he's not worth Yeah, You picked the wrong horse, Tony. That's right. Like, I mean. It'd be every segment time. Yeah. 
by far. I mean, the elite, uh, a, 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 me, meaning more so the Young Bucks and Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Really, they couldn't draw flies to crap on a warm day, honestly. Like, I oh, mean, exactly. Page a little bit more than those guys. Omega is actually a talent. But. His... His his promos. I mean, I, I saw his promo with Jericho the other night oh when he, against uh, Stark. Sorry, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, okay, somebody like he's been doing this a long time. Help him with his promos for the love of God Almighty. But you know, it's like you chose the wrong horse. I mean, Punk was not Punk was not the issue. No, he wasn't. And he's even down in NXT. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you like on his dime? He's flying down there. He's talking with michaels he's learning production he's learning the business some of that business side and he's helping the young people there at the performance center as well it's like oh my god look at that people that take imagine that take knowledge that take guidance it's like could you imagine if somebody said i'm good how long do you think they'd be in the goddamn performance center (laughs) out the door so fast make their like you don't have to empty your locker it's out on the front by your car go (laughs) god damn Okay, I'm done ranting. Uh, okay. Speaking of punk, that seems to have opened the door for negotiations once again with uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, they had met with uh, Nick Khan back in August, and they said, no, we're, we're good. But apparently with the involvement of CM Punk, they're now reinterested in opening up negotiations again. That's what that's what I heard today. I think it was WrestleTalk was talking about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, with him jumping over, they're like, you know, and and let me tell you, if WWE comes in, the rumor is they want four hundred million. Yes. So if they get that, they're only going with one wrestling show. Yep. You know as well as I do, they're not going to be. That's they right. won't have the money. From what Russell, uh, yeah, as Russell Talk was saying, they don't have the money. Not to sorry to cut you off. Yep. They don't have the money to put into a, a second. They won't have the money to put into a second wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Like basically, it would be seven hundred fifty million dollars a year almost. It would be they'd be paying yep. and they don't have the money for that especially now they're going after the NBA contract well exactly you know so big news for WWE bad news for AEW as they could possibly be on the outs they were hoping to have a big contract you know Tony was betting on having a big contract to be able to roll in a Ring of Honor contract and that looks like it's going to blow up in his face <laughs> he should have taken he might, this he might be out of a contract altogether this guy is a businessman they say no he's not this is what they say just because your daddy has billions of dollars and let you play with a football team and a, a British football team, lad, you know, it's like, you know what? It's like, that does not make you a businessman because he's done a lot of stupid ha- things. You know what? A bird in the hand is worth 12 in the bush. Right. Take the 20, it was 20 to 25 million from CW, get Ring of Honor on there. Build that product. Yep. There, there's, there's almost all of your loss right there, gone. Exactly. You know, so you, you do that. You keep punk. You get rid of the young bucks mm-hmm. because they're not going to WWE's not going to let them walk in there and do anything. You know they're not going to come in and tell. Well, okay, so listen here, Sean. This is what we're doing. Oh, really? No, like <laughs> you nah, know, bloody like you know, it's it, they, the 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 poor decisions this guy's making with having a talent in, in charge of the HR side of things with with uh, Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Um, Making the young bucks and those guys EVPs, I still I'm still not sure what they do. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, you know it, it doesn't make any sense. So the things he's doing doesn't say businessman to me. Yes, you know he could be doing a thousand times better. I mean, but we've said it before. People with 
people with money don't know and people that no don't have that money. don't that yeah it, it doesn't he has money but he doesn't know crap how come you know wish jim Cornette had that money because maybe he'd be able to do a decent wrestling show you know it, it's just frustrating watching because they could be a viable product you know and the more the better i used to love wrestling back in the day you know you started with awa at 11 then you watched uh at, at 12 o'clock you you watched um mid-atlantic then you watched maple leaf wrestling then you watched either international or um also wrestling from I loved having all those territories because there's different places to, to to for people to work and different stories and different talent and it was so good, yeah. you know. And I, I I would love to have AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW, all these guys, TNA, doing great business. Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, Tony Khan couldn't find his ass with both hands in a roadmap. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not, and it's not being overly disparaging. He, everybody says he's a nice guy. But that doesn't mean anything. He makes poor business decisions. And how long before his dad says, okay, enough enough. all right, the money's cut off there, Tony. Yeah. And it's going to come a time where you're going to have to, just like the Carters did with little Dixie. Yep. But he's doing the same thing. It's like he has the opportunity. But, I mean, they talk about this guy being a businessman because he did some streaming thing or something and some other things like that. He took daddy's, well, where are these things now? He took daddy's money and started a business. How are they doing? That's what I'd Probably like to know. You know, he, he man, does some management kind of thing. He does analytics for the Jaguars. Oh, well, that's working well you know, for them. Well, you know, and it's like analytics. Like if you're doing, analyzing, play, whatever, okay, great. But that doesn't make you a businessman, right? No one's supposed to storytelling, right? Because if that's the case, then you're not paying attention to the right analytics when it comes to the wrestling side of the house. Well, that's it. And, I mean, you got to focus on, yeah, you, you got to do something. You can bring in those guys for those hardcore fans. But you better be bringing, doing something to bring in casual fans. That's right. Because, I mean, in Canada, they couldn't draw a huge rating with Edge versus Christian in Montreal. That's, that's crazy. Right. Speaking of bringing people in, uh, we're rapidly approaching December 20th, which is the non-complete clause ending for a number of the talents that were let go by WWE. Back in September, of those, you've got Dolph Ziggler, Elias, Mustafa Ali, uh, Shelton Benjamin, Top Dollar, Riddick Moss, Emma, Alea, Rick Boogs. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Ziggler on the 21st. Uh, was that Ziggler on the 21st? Zig- Ziggler's no. one day later. Matt Riddle's on or, the Sorry, 22nd. Matt Riddle's on the 21st, sorry. 20, yeah, 21st, so he'd be on the 22nd. Um, you know. It'll be interesting to see if anybody of these guys line up at AEW because they already have that bloated roster, right? Do they mm-hmm. go to TNA? They'd be quite a good talent. I'd love to see Shelton Benjamin go to TNA and help oh, yeah. them build things, right? Yeah, could you imagine them, them pulling in a Ziggler, Riddle, and Shelton Benjamin? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're on the cusp of, and they're trying because they were after Punk, they were after Osprey. And now with these guys, could you imagine if they've gotten those guys and then got yeah. got got Ziggler, Riddle, and Benjamin, and a few other guys? Like, I mean, you look at that list. Mm-hmm. I mean, like like we've said before, S- Scott Demore has a way of taking guys and making something out of. Not that they weren't something before. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but making them stars over there. Absolutely. You know. Don't have any interesting time as we head into twenty twenty four, as uh, you know, been. Uh, prefaced over and over again by MJF, the year of the contract. Yeah. There are a number of contracts coming due. Uh, we have uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch uh, due at the 
believe it's the beginning or middle part of 2024. Yeah, I think it's the middle part. Uh, they've they started. They've got no, no extension talks as of yet, but uh, I'm sure WWE is going to make the re-signing of Rollins their number one priority, seeing yep. as he's their workhorse right now. Yeah, And he's been able to reinvent himself over and over again. Yeah, and, and, these guys, and these guys see. Mm-hmm. Do you think a Rollins be like, yeah, I'm going to go to AEW. Why would he ever go over there? No. I can understand Adam Copeland going over there. He's got nothing else to prove. Well, that's what I mean. He, wanted, he wanted to go with wrestle with Christian. Uh, Tony Khan gave him boatloads of money to do whatever he wanted. That's right. Go for it. And you get the, you get the wrestle once a old. week. Exactly. Once a week. You don't have to go on the road. We'll fly you in. We do. You know, I mean, and they paid him a boatload of money. Exactly. You know, he went there for a boatload of money, so he took it and went. You mm-hmm. know, it's that's and that's what guys will do. But a guy like Seth Rollins that still has a lot on his plate, or if say Roman Reigns, or uh, any of those guys, do they really want to go? Like, I'll go over there and be third fiddle to the Dark Order. You exactly. know, no, no offense, but I mean, they did nothing with them. They pushed him hard at first, and then after uh, after Brody passed, nothing. there's really been nothing. I mean, they've been heel, face, heel, face, heel, face. And I mean, well, I mean, and they're booking. I mean, Andrade, I think, was it Andrade the other day? Was heel for some reason? He was heel. I'm like, isn't he face? And then they had Rush versus, they had Rush versus, Rush versus Moxley and got choked out. And then he wrestled, who did he wrestle in that continental class, something thing again? And, and it was another, it was a heel. But I'm like, hang on, isn't Andrade's group or Rush's group, aren't they heel? I'm like, uh, yeah, they can't make their it, heels face. Yeah, you can't right, uh, separation, right? You and you have to, you know, you have to distinguish. You can't be bouncing back and forth like that. You can have guys that I mean, tweeners never work. I don't care who it is, unless you're the Road Warriors or Steve Austin. It does not matter. Exactly. You, it doesn't work for you. But you've got to have established baby faces and heels and the story to go with it. And I was like, okay, so what are they doing here? Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Well, as we wind up 2023, uh, if you have a chance to catch a independent show, do so. There's a couple of shows left in the calendar year before the year is out, before we'll take a bit of a break and get all ramped up for 2024. Yeah, I think Luke, the man Lucha has a show coming up. Yes. And uh, check them out in Toronto, man. They got a, they got great, great, great shows. Uh, that's here in Ontario, and then like Chris LaPlante and Crossfire Wrestling down in St. Catharines. Always a big show. Uh, y- y- you'll never be disappointed down there. Guy draws all the time, does well. I mean, two of the better products here in Ontario. Compete for not naming people, but whatever. That's all so, right. But it's like, I mean, we've got we've got you got your your things here. So go go at, like your different styles that you may like. Go out and check out some shows. Exactly. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.